This is Roberta Foster, and welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word. And today I welcome Jason and Haley Bellotti to Author's Corner. So they wrote the book, Sink or Sit, One Couple's Journey of Answering God's Call to Step Out of the Boat. It's published by Forefront Books, and they'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. Let me tell you a little bit about them. Uh, Jason is a franchise owner of two Chick-fil-A restaurants located in Atlanta, Georgia. And over the course of his career, he's mentored and trained 40 leaders, 31 of whom have gone on to become successful Chick-fil-A franchise owners, and nine of whom now work at the Chick-fil-A Support Center. And in addition to his professional achievements, he has also chaired several organizations, including the Schools for Niger Africa Board. And Haley has served on the 10,000 Reasons Board for seven years, holding the position of chaplain and chair of the Due Diligence Committee. She has also led Bible studies in her home for many years and functioned as a Bible study fellowship leader for eight years. And she is... um, with her husband, have led more than 30 mission teams to Niger, Africa, and are the co-founders of WIGO Ministries. So, uh, Jason and Haley, thank you so much for being with us here on Author's Corner. Oh, thank you for having us. Thank you. So, the book is Sink or Sit, um, a story of how you answered God's call. Now, the word call can mean different things to different people. So why don't you describe what that means in according to the writings of your book? Sure. Well, Jason and I believe that as believers, we all have been called to go and make disciples, right? Matthew 28 says, go and make disciples of all nations. And so as believers, we carry Christ name and we are we have um, basically we are privileged to partner with Christ and what he's doing here on the earth so Jason and I believe that each person that is a believer has a calling on their life a purpose if you will a God ordained purpose for them to partner with the Lord and what he's doing so some may be preachers some may be missionaries some may be um, in their workplace their families no matter what sphere of influence the Lord surrounds you with, that is your calling to share who He is and what He has done in your life and is doing currently in your life. Now, granted, we are called to to proclaim the gospel to all people, but are there specific callings to specific things? Absolutely. Uh, I believe that the Lord in His sovereignty opens doors for us and makes things very clear. For instance, Jason was invited to go first on a missions trip to Niger, Africa. And once he went, the Lord made it very clear mm-hmm. to him that he wanted to him, for him to do two things, to invite people to go and then to help raise money to build Christian schools. Mm-hmm. Then Jason invited me to go. Once I went, the Lord kind of gave me a calling or a vision to serve and minister to women and children. So, yes, we believe that as believers, God has a calling on all of our lives, and the calling can change, right? So for us, we served in Niger, Africa for 14 years, and then during and after the pandemic, the Lord has now opened doors for us to serve in Alaska. So, yes, callings can definitely change, seasons change, but we do believe as believers God has a purpose or a calling 
on every individual's life. So as I was reading about your story, it says that um, you felt God calling you for years, but then you began to have children and other obligations. And so apparently it took a little while before you were able to respond to that calling. Um, And so tell us about common roadblocks that come up from uh, that prevent people from saying yes right away to God's call. I would tell you that we, the most three common ones we've seen, I'll start with the letter F. Uh, most of the time, people come back with, hey, I can't afford to go. My finances aren't in order. And, and we encourage people to fundraise and, uh, and, and let God figure that out for them. Uh, the second thing we see over and over is friends and family will come up against mm. their calling. You know, whether it's maybe it's just your own children pulling at you and you feel like they need you or your husband doesn't really support you in going because he's working or vice versa. And, and so we've seen friends and family can be somewhat of an obstacle. And then last is really fear. And it's probably the Mm. biggest one. People are especially fearful when it's international and the unknown and not knowing if they're going to be safe and what that looks like, or even just fear whether they can make a difference, whether they can share the gospel with somebody if asked. And so we always answer that with another F, which is faith. And we say, Mm. have faith that God has called you to this and let's walk together. Let's take a step out of that boat like Peter did when Jesus said, come to me. He took a step onto the water. And, you know, you look back now and uh, Peter was the only, he was only the second person ever to walk on water. So you have to think the other disciples were jealous, a little bit envious, and Mm. wish they had answered that call as well. Mm. So the fact that you felt God's call early on in your your marriage, but weren't able to respond till later, was that a refusal to answer or you just didn't see things coming together yet? Yeah, I think what, what we talk about in the book is Haley felt called at some point to international missions or missions in the field. But what Haley and I did is we didn't sit idle. We began hosting small groups in our okay. home. We uh, helped start uh, the very first uh, small group that, that had newlyweds at our church. And mm. so we mentored to them for a year. Um, we also, both of us did BSF, which is Bible Study Fellowship, and mm-hmm. Haley talks about that. She eventually became a leader of that. And so while not going on missions, we certainly felt uh, like we were trying to gain traction and ground mm-hmm. and learning constantly and uh, trying to affect other people. Okay. Yeah, I would add to that, that I believe God wasted nothing. And so Mm -hmm. through the delay process of not being able to go directly to the mission field and serve, God was preparing Jason and I through the leadership roles he was giving us within church and ministry so that we would be prepared once we did have the opportunity to go on the mission field and lead teams. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you a question about going in separate directions uh, when we come back. I'm talking with Jason and Haley Bellotti about their book, Sink or Sit, One Couple's Journey of Answering God's Call to Step Out of the Boat. It's published by Forefront Books, and you're listening to Author's Corner. I'm Roberta Foster. And if you miss any part of today's interview or would like to hear it again, you can now find it on your favorite podcast provider or through KN. Neo.org. And so uh, you kind of alluded to it a little bit already, but um, what if you and your spouse feel like you're called to different missions or even different locations? How does that get resolved? 
Yes. Well, Jason and I both agree that it is helpful, uh, and you can certainly encourage one another if God calls you to the same area of ministry. But we also know that that's not realistic for every single couple. So what we would say is, if God has called one and not the other, then our prayer or encouragement would be that that other one would support the one that has been called in whatever role that looks like. Okay. And if, let's just say, God does give two separate callings, then the couple, the Lord is a God of order, um, not a God of confusion. And so our God is going to give us, even if he gives us different callings, ways in which we could still support our spouse in their calling. So it might not be that they're both serving at the same time, but yet if one goes and one stays behind, then maybe they can fundraise together or um, do coat drives or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. that may be for supplies or project needs. But the main thing is just if God has called your spouse to that, then coming alongside of them, we want to be our, our spouse's number one support mm-hmm. and then figuring out ways to serve them and ultimately serving that ministry together. Mm. Yeah. And we have we have one couple that we're really good friends with and he loves to go. He feels called to go and she feels called to do the books for our ministry. And so she buys supplies, she does the books and the financial books and is a huge uh, advocate for what we're doing, but also a huge support in the ministry. Mm-hmm. Amen. Well, how about when you are being called into maybe a war-torn area? Um, you know, Niger wasn't always safe. So what would you say to people if they say uh, you're being reckless um, about going? Yeah, I would say that you need to do your homework. You need to check out the organization that that is prompting you to go or asking you to go and make sure they've done their homework. We don't want you, we want you to have wisdom. God gives us a brain for a reason and, and to use wisdom and not be reckless. Uh, we don't want you to be fearful, but not reckless either. And so mm-hmm. we, what well, we can tell you about the organization we went through, they were very uh, in tune with what the government was saying, but also the U.S. Embassy and whether they recommended travel there or okay. even within the country. Did they say, don't go to these areas? Um, and so being in touch with what the locals are saying, the local government, the missionaries on the ground that you're working through, I think all of that's wisdom uh, and can keep you from, you know, being in reckless and getting your team in harm's way. Hmm. Well, you mentioned that you're not as involved in Niger directly. Um and have moved on to ministry in Alaska. That's quite an extreme difference. <laughs> um, yeah, we end the book that says sand to snow. Yes, okay. Um, so how do you know when your mission or your calling has actually been fulfilled and it's time to move on? Because it seems like perhaps that's something you already faced. Yes. So I actually was um, going to take a small team back to Niger in June of 21, and we were going to kind of be the guinea pigs, if you will, because the worldwide pandemic was still going on. And if you caught COVID when you were over in another country, you had to quarantine. That's when all of that was still in pl- into play. Mm-hmm. So we were going to go, and uh, the Lord, um, through different circumstances, closed that door in April of 21. And I was absolutely devastated, heartbroken, depressed, in tears. Jason honestly didn't know what to do with me. And (laughs) through that time, I was so heartbroken and so devastated that 
I was doing this Bible uh, study, and the name of this devotion was Help from the Lord. And through this devotion that I was doing, the Lord spoke to me very clearly, and he said, allow your faith to take you to new lands, to give you new opportunities and develop new relationships, for it is there that you will encounter the guidance of God. Mm. And when I read those words, it was as if the Holy Spirit was speaking those words directly to me. And I knew that God was closing the door for Niger and taking me to new land. Mm -hmm. And so in that instance, Jason uh, reached out to some missionary friends that we had actually been working with in Niger that had been relocated to Anchorage, Alaska, Mm -hmm. and just explained the situation of how I was going to take this team and we were ready to go. But now that door had been closed, would they be willing to host us as uh, a team? And they actually responded with, Jason, you're an answer to our prayers. We had been praying that God would send us a team. We had no idea where they would come from, where the team would come from. And so it was just confirmation after confirmation like that, that the Lord was showing us that this was now the direction in which he was calling us to. Wow. Well, there's so much in the book, Sink or Sit, that we're not going to be able to talk about today, but I uh, encourage people to go out and find um, their own copy. So tell our listeners how they could do that. Sure. Thank you. We uh, It's on Amazon, but you can get it at uh, through our website at sinkorsit.org. And it's that simple, and it'll direct you to several different avenues to be able to order it. All right. Well, today I've been talking with Jason and Haley Bellotti about their book, Sink or Sit, One Couple's Journey of Answering God's Call to Step Out of the Boat. It's published by Forefront Books, and you are listening to Author's Corner. And I want to just say how much I appreciate all the ministry work you two have done for the kingdom of God. And thank you so much for being with us on Author's Corner. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it. And for our Alaska listeners, let me just include the fact that their ministry has uh, taken them into Dillingham, Alaska. And so thank you so much for being with us. I'm Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. Join me again next time.